0: Welcome back to episode 20 of the Liberated Mind show. Uh, Took a little break there, but now we're back. Ready to close out 2020. So today, episode 20, we will be speaking on um, self-respect, entitlement, and vaccinations. We're your hosts, Kay and Jay. So, Jay, can you take it away?
1: All right. It's good to be back. All right, so we're going to dive into a situation I'm sure a lot of you are um, aware of with the restaurant owner, uh, Kevin Kelly, and the way he uh, shut things down. So, Kay, what's your take on the way he shut things, shut the twerking down in his establishment?
0: I think from a a business perspective, uh, I think, him being the owner actually it's not even him being the owner of his own business. It's not like a, like just a manager of a business. It was his business. Um, I think the way he went about it, I mean, I, I can understand his frustration because of what, I, from what I'm hearing, he had told them that wasn't the first time he told him to chill out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe the brother got frustrated and he went there and said, what, He felt he needed to say to them, and the only thing I would have changed is the "get the f out of here" part. Uh, If everything prior to that, I think he was straight, and I think that's what left room for scrutiny. Is how he ended it, and I think that was just out of the frustration. But um, I mean, it shouldn't. It shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't have even had to be said because it's like it's common sense. I can't be sitting up in Roots, Chris, and then all of a sudden. So I get up and start <laughs> parking. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I mean, it, it, that's, that's some type of behavior I would expect out of a teenager, honestly,
2: mm-hmm. in that
0: type of environment. So um, yeah, I I think he handled it well. It may not have handled it appropriately, but I think he handled it well, um, yeah. seeing as though it, it was his business and he knows the type of environment he wants and he doesn't want. If Let's say he wouldn't have said anything, right? Then word gets out, hey, this is what it is. And people who go to that place, that space, just to enjoy a nice meal, they're like, oh, it's now doing that type of shit? At that point, you start losing customers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're going to be like, oh, I wanted to bring my mother there. This isn't a place I want to bring my mother now. Mm -hmm. So... He was looking at it from his vision as a business owner and also as business. Like, hey, this isn't the type of um, mission my business is about. So I felt, like I said, I, I believe he handled it well. Um, it would have been perfect if he wouldn't have said what he said at the, at the end though. Well, what's your take on it?
1: Um, I actually think that... Um... I agree with how he handled it, actually, because sometimes you got to meet people with that same energy that they putting out. If he had to go over there and talk to them like three, four times and they okay. proceeded to keep doing it. First of all, as grown people, why don't you have some self-control where if, if certain music comes <laughs> on that you can just sit there and Bob in the, in the seat, but you don't have to get up on the table or get up on the chair and shake your ass every time. Like, when when did that become okay? Because like you said, let's say they were in a different environment. They wouldn't even think to do it in a right. different kind of, in a, in a white-owned establishment. They just wouldn't do it. So why? what makes you think you can go up in this brother's spot and just do whatever you want, especially after he came over there and talked to y'all privately? The, whatever criticism that he got from that, I think it's it's not right because as a business owner, he has the right to want to uh, operate things the way that he wants to. And if you don't go along with what he wants in his, in his establishment, he has the right to let you know that you can go. So, <laughs> That's true. So, I mean, it's been a it's been a couple
0: of weeks since I've seen the video. I was just trying to look it up right now, um, because I agree with everything that you said. It's like it's about that self control, and then he did come over to address it, and in, in private at first. But did they actually stand up like on the table, or I don't know if you can recall. I can't recall. It's been like I said, a couple of weeks since I've seen the video.
1: I think he I think he said. <laughs> um, about twerking on the table but i'm not (laughs) sure if they were actually standing on the table or you know how sometimes they might just lean on the table (laughs) yeah yeah but i'm not sure exactly how it was but either way it's 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 a way to handle yourself in certain situations and it's like if you like a song you can sit in the chair and just start like bobbing to it and be like oh this my this my jam whatever bobbing but up. don't you don't have to get up and always go to the twerk and I'm like when when did it become cool uh-huh. to not be able to control yourself and it just feel like entitled to the point that you can just do whatever whenever and not get no scrutiny for it
0: you know what when you said Prime example, because I agree with you. It's no different than, because this is this is originally what people started saying. Well, if he wanted it to be a classy restaurant, why does he have a DJ in there playing twerk music? That's no different than a man saying, Oh, I grabbed her ass because she was in a mini skirt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to blame everybody but the perpetrator. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: And like you said, the man did in that situation, the man doesn't have self control. Mm-hmm. So why why are people looking at it from that um, perspective? Because I know there was um I know I know it was brought up that hey, maybe this is an attack on a black woman. So I know from that standpoint, I'm looking at it like all right, self control. That comes from within. You can't blame others for your actions. So, like I said, if you flip it and look at an analogy, tell me what's the difference in the situations.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, no, you so bring up far. a good point, though. And it actually leads to my next question. Like, why do you think everything is seen as Black men attacking Black women these days? And does this play to a bigger issue of self-respect? I think...
0: Yeah, I think it's um I think it's the agenda that's out there now. I think it's um which is the agenda it's just to have a division between first of all, it's an attack on the black family, in my opinion. I believe it's to keep that family broken. And the reason being is I've seen this agenda go on for a couple of years now. One thing that you always hear is the black woman is the most educated in the United States. And with that being said, it puts black women in a position of power when it comes to, you know, the private sector where you can put them in director roles or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we know the circumstance may be with the black man, as far as he's not getting those promotions at work. So, Now you put the Black woman in a position to where she's in a position of power at work. And so when she comes home, and we're assuming this is in a relationship to a Black man because we know that there's other types of relationships. So we have the Black woman coming home from a position of power where she has subordinates and now she's bringing that home to that man who's now feeling like, okay, I get no respect in my own house. So I feel as though this has been like the agenda going on. So now you keep throwing that, that stat out there to where subliminally it's, it's causing friction. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's causing the divide within the black family, within the black household. So um I don't, I don't think it's just by accident. So now it puts us in a position where anytime, even in, The even when it's coming from a place of love, anytime you sit up there and you try to give advice, it's, well, why are you saying that to the black woman? The black woman, you can't, it's an attack on her. Everything cannot be an attack because guess what? It's like growing up in a household when a parent tries to correct a behavior, is it an attack on that child or is it coming from a place of love to where it's an advice, because you know what the outside is looking at you the way they're mm-hmm. looking at you you feel me yeah. so i just feel as though like um it's a new agenda um i mean i i have i have an inkling as to where it stemmed from um but yeah i just feel as though like that's that's been thrown out there and there's something that we just need to, I think we just, we as a people need to observe and see it for what it is, and we just need to drop that. Guess what? Families bicker, families fight, but at the end of the day, if it's coming from a place of love, you can't look at it as an attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because, yeah, I agree with you, because there's there's actual times where black men may be actually attacking black women, mm-hmm. but to place that generalization on it as if every time something that goes against what you want to do mm-hmm. is attacking. That's not true. That's, that's just false. Because I think these days it matters more that someone will say, Oh, I'm going to do whatever I want. Regardless. It matters for somebody to have that kind of, false sense of power instead of hearing what's the truth and what's what needs to be heard about respecting yourself, carrying yourself a certain way, mm-hmm. and also when you don't, being met with the consequences or not only consequences, but hearing why you shouldn't be doing this in a tone that may not always be the nicest because unfortunately because of the rift that you were talking about between a black man and black woman energy has to be met with energy so it can't right. be somebody can't be all rowdy and then I come in like um, if you please um kind of sort of would you please do this if you don't mind like you know you know what I'm saying like I can't meet you I can't meet your rowdiness with a a weak approach because Truth. I'm gonna get swallowed up. True. So that's 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 even causing a rift because of this whole rah rah attitude of I need, I'm going to do what I want and no man can tell me anything. I'm like, if that man is trying to tell you something right, maybe you should listen. Even if you don't do it, just listen. Be open.
0: Right yeah I agree a thousand percent brother and like I say I uh, I feel as though that's just the the world in which we live today growing up once upon a time there wasn't such thing as shame you know shame is like it's like being conscious of what you're doing and it 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 gives you that's your conscience saying you know this is right versus this is wrong but now today we have we throw. We throw nouns in front of that word shame, body shaming, or whatever shaming.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's it's a way to say, oh, you can't do that. But at the same time, for instance, if we say somebody's fat shaming somebody, um, I know in particular with um, one of these, I don't even know what category, a pop artist, Lizzo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When she went to the Lakers game and she started twerking, when people said, "Yo, that's not appropriate," oh, but I bet you, if she looked like Rihanna, that wouldn't be the case. So all of a sudden, it became about her body,
2: mm-hmm. not
0: her behavior.
2: Exactly. And I
0: think so. We started saying, "Oh, we're fat shaming," but then people. I think Jillian Michaels, the one that used to be on, um, she used to be the host. For the biggest loser. Mm-hmm. She straight upset she's not healthy <laughs> from the perspective of somebody who deals with bodies. Mm-hmm. And she used to be in that position herself. So she's like, it's not healthy. And then people say, Oh, how does she know that? She don't know anything. You don't know. And I and I I just think it's just in the I just think people just don't want to be accountable for what they do. I know it may sound like um, I've gone off course, but no, I'm going to bring it back. It's like this. What Lizzo was doing at the Lakers game is equivalent to what this lady was doing at the restaurant. These aren't places to where twerking is necessary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to twerk, go to a club. You know exactly. what I
2: mean? Yeah.
0: Bottom line, go to your house and twerk. It's not I mean, we don't know if kids was in that restaurant. Just like at the Lakers game, people said there were kids there. But then people want to say, well, there's cheerleaders at the Lakers game. And it's like, listen, this woman literally showed her whole ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just feel as though, like I said, all this, oh, this person's trying to body shame me or, or whatever shame me. I think it's just a way for people to not take responsibility of, what they do in life and it's crazy to me it's truly just crazy to me that the way um society is just doesn't allow you to be responsible it's like yeah it's your decision but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right decision and I think Mm -hmm. we're straying from right versus wrong and how they would counter that is well who's to determine what's right versus wrong like I said it's a whole game you're just going in circles with it Mm -hmm. like You know what's appropriate. You know
1: what I mean? Everything comes back to the power dynamic.
0: Mm.
1: Everybody want to have some kind of power or they don't want to lose their power. So they're going to say who's going to determine right. Right or wrong was determined a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's just been interpreted now because everybody is whiny and want to complain about something and want to take this uh, mightier than thou stance on everything and i'm like no you know what's wrong and what's right you choose to ignore it because it's a lack of self-respect and you have this growing sense of entitlement that you feel like you can do anything you want but then you also forget that yeah you can do whatever you want but you also have to be ready for what comes with that so so if somebody says something to you don't then turn around and say oh that's hating no it's not hating Mm -hmm. it's a response to your actions
0: exactly yeah I agree wholeheartedly it's like you you can't expect everyone has an opinion that's a fact everyone's opinion isn't fact but everyone is entitled to an opinion So with that being said, it's like, all right, we have all these situations to where there also has to be some type of there has to be a bar. We have to set a bar and it's like, all right, drop the bullshit at At the end of the day, don't play victim. Just say, you know what? I screwed up. I'm pretty sure that girl wouldn't do that at, at work. I don't Mm -hmm. know what she does for a living let me take that back let's assume she's not in the like entertainment business let's assume she works in an office or even if she were at church if she goes to church would she think that behavior is appropriate for any of those places so what makes her think it's appropriate outside of like i say outside of a club
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know what i mean it's like and for people to jump on board and say well He doesn't need to talk to a grown person like that. Well, is she grown? Would a grown person behave like that? Exactly. So you chastise, kids get chastised because they don't know any better. And it's crazy to me that it's like we just allow over the sake of somebody's feelings. There's always somebody's feelings involved. Everyone has feelings for the most part, but it's always like, Oh, you can't say that or do that because you're gonna hurt that person's feelings. What well, could be in their best interest? Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. We're not telling you because I know some people want to say you're telling her what to do with her body. This isn't this isn't that type of conversation. This isn't like politicians with um,
1: pro life or choice. Right.
0: Yeah. This isn't that type of situation. We're just talking about using common decency. Mm. in a public venue you know what i mean
1: yeah
0: so i i just feel as though some things people just need to drop and it's essentially like raising a child is like like you said that that, that self entitlement If a child feels entitled to everything you're creating a monster to mm. the point where they're not gonna know hey you're wrong we hey we have Sense of entitlement. You can look at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm -hmm. That's the result of somebody being entitled their entire life. Yeah. Where they can't admit when they're wrong. They can't admit when they lose. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. It's,
0: nope, that's not it. You cannot tell them anything because they're always right. And that's what this self-entitlement does. It It cripples people where it puts them in a position to where they're just like, no, you can't tell me that. And who are you? Who are you that I can't tell that? You know what I mean? So that's my take on it as well, man. Like I said, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, so building on that, how does this, uh, you know, newfound, overwhelming sense of entitlement play into the diminishing concept of self-respect?
0: Well, it's crazy because we have, um, you and I, we grew up in the nineties era, right? Of hip hop. And it's it's like, yeah, we had the Little Kings and the Snoops and Foxy Browns, Luther Campbell, all of them. We we dealt with that, what they called the gangster rap era or whatever, where they said they was degrading women and then the women were degrading themselves. And I remember, um, Oh man, I can't remember her name. Who was the lady out on Congress? Anita Hill? Was
1: she the one? Oh, you talking about um <laughs> no, the one that um dang, what was her name? You
0: know, Dolores, I can't so think I, of
1: Dolores Tucker. She was Dolores. trying to, she was, you know, look, quick quick fact on her. Mm. She was trying to come up and get a record label. A and, what? When, and when they didn't agree with what she was trying to do. That's when she turned and attacked him. The attack Rack. The
0: more you know. Wow. That's wild. So, yeah. In the 90s, we had Dolores Tucker. Now, you just gave me that little tidbit. I never knew. But if I were to continue say what I was going to say, I was going to say, like, look at how she attacked Snoop. Like, she's like, yo, this is trash. They bought all the, the albums. Was Al Sharpton involved in that?
1: I yeah, think. he was.
0: They went out, they bought all what they deemed gangster rap music just to crush it and say, yo, this is demoralizing and degrading to our women, etc. And there was a, we had morals to a point. And like I said, it, it's normally a generational thing but at the same time it's like all right the older you get you grow out of that phase. Mm-hmm. I said all that to say fast forward to today. When um Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion they dropped the song called WAP. For those that don't know what WAP mean go look it up W A P. So, they dropped the song called WAP and it was like number 1 on Billboard or whatever. So, it it rattled a lot of people's feathers. What people need to realize is the type of entertainment these women are involved in and what they used to do prior to rapping. Mm-hmm. So they stand in their lane as far as what they know and what they did for a living. So they call it stripper music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people were upset saying, hey, yo, this is degrading to women. And rather than them say, yeah. We know we know we' just running off at the mouth or whatever they were they were standing in the lane and defending it, but then other people was like, "Well, you can't tell a woman what to say uh what about this and that so Snoop came out today talking about, yeah that's not nothing I would want my you know basically my girl to be doing uh, any young female and rather than people say, "Yeah, I wouldn't want my daughter to do that or whatever, they still want to go on that. Well, you shouldn't. Well, what about you? You made it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a 21 year old Snoop Dogg versus a 50 year old Snoop Dogg. We're talking about a 30 year gap. We know the older you get, the older you get, the more conservative you become. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it don't take a, a rocket scientist to know, hey, that type of behavior who 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 gives Birth to a child and say, "I want them to be what they're talking about in that song." You know what I mean? Yeah. If it happens, some parents will be like, "Well, I still love my child regardless," but they're not going to sit up there and pray for them to be that one day.
2: Yeah. You feel me? Not at all.
0: And that's all that we're saying is like, listen, you don't want to sit up there and steer people into that, or. Promote it. It's not necessarily you staring. You're promoting that type of behavior. Like, yo, this is it.
2: Mm-hmm. This is
0: where it's at. And I said, honestly, for for the longest, we said sex sells, right? Mm-hmm. To the fact where there's only fans to where anybody anybody can put on a camera and basically just sell pornographic material just for the hell of it. And they say, just get that bag. That's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what they're saying. Yo, it's too much promotion of this. Because at what point do you say without people, and like you said, it's body worship too. Mm-hmm. And we know the body ain't going to look the same unless you got money like the Kardashians. It's not going to look the same over time because everyone loses the time.
2: Yeah. And,
0: and this is what it all comes down to. I just feel as though... Man, this is, all, this is all related. Everything you're saying is all related. It's just, like I said, you have that entitlement to where this is what I want and it has to be this way, no other way. And if you come out against it, you're attacking me. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're looking out for the welfare of me. It's that you're attacking me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel as though, man, it, it's crazy how the topics are all inter, inter, intertwined. It's just crazy how there's no accountability, and like you can't, you can't. Well, how can you advise somebody? You can't have a critic then.
2: Yeah.
1: How yeah. do
0: people get better? Isn't that the isn't that the purpose of criticism?
1: Yep, criticism is supposed to elevate you, but and, everybody everybody take it as an attack.
0: Right, and the point of failure. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You can't have failure if people say you're not wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If
0: I say one plus one is seven, you can't say. You can't tell me, well, worrying about my feelings. Well, it's not seven, but you know what? We'll just say it's seven just to appease you.
1: Yeah, that's not not helping nobody.
0: Exactly. So you have to let people know, okay, this is appropriate. This isn't. You failed at this. Go and improve. Like you said, it's the only way we can get better. Mm -hmm. And the minute you stop that, you're creating a monster to the mm-hmm. fact where there's no progress. No positive progress at that.
1: Exactly. Because you got to think about it. Think about I don't want to call this shit hip-hop that's out there today. <laughs> All right, but this music that's um, allegedly rap, I'm going to say mm-hmm. like that. Right. Compared to the 90s, look at what they push and promote in the 90s, yeah, it was a lot of, I don't even like calling it gangster rap because it was it was more cautionary tales and telling you, like, we, we've been through this and, and giving you details of what's going on whatever, but the stuff that was pushed back then, it was a combination of things. And mm-hmm. it was still, that conscious music was still out there for the public. These days, the hyper-sexualized Hyper, uh, popped these pills, drank this lean, all that stuff is pushed to the forefront. And when you listen to the radio these days, it's not really edited. Nope. They say pretty much everything. So it's like, what's the agenda there? And why can't someone, if, if anybody vibrates on a higher frequency, They're going to speak up against this stuff because you're at a level where you can see the bigger picture and you want people to do better. So when you speak on something, it's not as an attack, it's because you see something in them that you feel can be, can be better than that and they shouldn't be pigeonholed.
2: Mm.
1: So saying all that, oh, you just hating or uh, they can do what they want. I'm like, yeah, you can say that is It's weak, but you can say that, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. It's just we in a different. We in a different world, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real, man. All right, so all right, let's uh switch gears, man. We going to jump into the uh, uh this rush vaccine. So I know I know you've seen on Thursday, um, you know, the FDA approved this COVID nineteen vaccine, which was extremely fast. Um, what's your take on it?
0: Well, it's it's crazy because I I actually um dealt with COVID back in November. So I was exposed to it and I was dealing with most of the symptoms. Basically all the symptoms aside from the um shortness of breath that will require like, you know, hospitalization, and somebody had dealt with that, and it took a good three weeks to get over it completely. And just with that experience dealt with that, I still went forward with no vaccine. And I say all that because it's like, like you said, this is rushed. Normally during a um clinical trials they go on for years to know what all the side effects is and what we're seeing is yeah um this week this upcoming week in the u.s fda is allowing the administration of that administering of it and um my employer is actually starting that on the 15th (laughs) so i just find it funny because what we saw is in the uk people with allergies are having adverse effects to this. Like the the reactions are crazy to the point where they're saying don't get it. If you have allergies or if you are going to get it, you need to be hospitalized because we need to monitor you. That's crazy. And Right. And aside from that, like I said, it's just like, we don't know a year from now what this means. Because this is the first time you're using this um, synthetic mRNA, which is fooling with your DNA, putting some synthetic technology in you, and you're saying, all right, this should take care of you. But at the same time, what's the difference between contracting that disease, getting the antibodies that your body's naturally going to produce? How long are you protected with that vaccine versus the antibodies from surviving it? they can't answer that question still because even with the antibodies, sometimes they say, Oh, you may be protected for a month, two months, maybe up to five months, but they still not sure. This is too new. And I think the the issue with us is the world is just so used to calling the shots that they don't know when they're no longer calling the shots. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, how I feel about it. Like I said, I keep go on wearing a mask another
1: year because I'm, I'm going to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel you, bro. What's your take, bro?
1: No, like, I mean, like I stated, man, it's, it's an extremely fast turnaround for not only the vaccine to be produced, but to go from being produced to being approved. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. It was less than seven months. Like, that just, it just blows my mind. So it's like, yeah, COVID is out here. It's wreaking havoc. But I'm not taking this vaccine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, we're going straight up. If everybody take this vaccine right, we're going straight up have like a I Am Legend scenario. Oh. Where you're going have these people living in caves and just coming out at at, at nighttime, <laughs> like it's it's gonna be something crazy because it's like, Whoa, like you man. like you said, it's synthetic. So we we gonna all become GMO, <laughs> right? <laughs> GMO, <laughs> like like seriously, man. Like they try, I'm like it's bad enough they do it to like you know, cows and and the uh, the vegetables and fruits mm-hmm. and stuff now. Dude, you're going to have humans walking around. You're going to be non-GMO and GMO. like. And, and
0: exactly. Why, why isn't this being spoke on more? Like, Why? Why synthetic mRNA? Why are you approaching this differently than you have any other types of vaccinations? Not that I'm thrilled about any type of vaccination, period. But my whole point is, why do you guys decide to why is it being toyed with that this is where we're going to do an experiment where we know millions upon millions of people are looking for some type of relief so that they can get back to their normal routine. And I think that's the pandemic as we call it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it's about. It's like, all right, the people are in a panic. The people are tired. They have what they call COVID fatigue, where they're just over this. And so they're willing to do anything to get this over with. And if the agenda of our government is to do A, B, and C, the perfect opportunity has presented itself. Mm-hmm. And the people, whereas before you would have had to think of some way to try and get people, the people are volunteering. Yeah, You don't even need to mandate it. The people will volunteer and bring it. So, I mean, you can say it's conspiracy theory, but we know the history of our people in these United States. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, we, we know we've been experimenting on for hundreds of years to, to not want to take it into consideration.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, this, this part of our show is brought to you by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.
2: <laughs>
0: Facts. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they always were talking about having trackers in you and this, that, and the third. And like I said, science fiction television slash movies isn't far-fetched because if you if you go back and look at movies like Back to the Future, we're doing FaceTime now. Mm-hmm. Or any of these movies where... um autonomous cars, any anything that you see. So for people to say, hey, people having trackers in you, it's not absurd. We see those in all those science, science fiction movies or something to control you. Mm-hmm. It It's a scary world, man. And it's like technology. At what point is there enough technology? No. Like, honestly, this is how <laughs> I feel. You know what I mean? There, there has to be a point because I feel like <laughs> this this is just this is just how it is in my mind. You remember like like music formats. We went from vinyl to cassette to C D, right? And then even from C D, remember we toyed around with mini C D and mm-hmm. then from mini C D it went to MP three. Well, it's like that mini C D phase didn't last long. And mm-hmm. we jumped right to that. Then we went to downloading music like crazy. And it occurred so fast that you don't even get to enjoy. How many years did the CD last? The CD lasted almost, what, 20 years?
2: Okay.
0: Maybe maybe a little longer. But from that point, we just jumped from formats, boom, 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 now to streaming. It's like you don't even get to enjoy. You can invest. Remember back in the day, you would invest in a stereo system. Mm-hmm. You don't even do that now. And it's like, all right, I think it's moving too fast for its own good.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And I feel as though all these Terminator movies and all that shit, it's, it, it may happen in our lifetime, the way this is going. You got Bill Gates stepping down from uh, Microsoft. We had a lot of leaders step down from their companies for some reason. That's what they call the NWO. But we had Bill <laughs> Gates stepping down. And somebody who doesn't believe in getting vaccines for his family wants it for the world. Ain't that for (laughs) Ain't it, man? And then we had that whole, what was that campaign for 2020? Happy people or something? Yeah. Where where they were talking about this is going to be the year of vaccinations. Yeah. We want a certain percentage of the population. So, yeah, it's all pandemic.
1: It's all planned. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was going to say like um I like I was under the belief that it was a pandemic before but with this rush vaccine it makes it seem even more like a pandemic like okay this this is going to be out here cuz covid is definitely real. There's some sh- it's shit going on out here. Mm-hmm. But it all seems planned and for this vaccine to supposedly be produced so fast, it must have been sitting in the freezer somewhere. And then they just was like, all right, let's pick a company. Any, meaning my name, Pfizer. Let mm-hmm. me give the credit to you.
0: Yep. That's wild, man. When you just when you just said the location of it, it's got to be in a freezer. You know, just things got to be like negative like one hundred degrees or well, negative is. seventy degrees. So, would you just saying that it's been around, man? Because, yo, man, it's a scary situation.
1: It is. It is because you got. I mean, think about like you touched on it earlier. Like, go back to Tuskegee and go back to the doctor that was um, experimenting on women you know what I'm saying, that had a statue in Central Park for years. Mm-hmm. Our people have been getting experimented on for a long time. So mm-hmm. it's not unusual for us not to trust this. <laughs> yep. Because every, everything points to it being suspect. And then with the results in the UK with the allergies and stuff, I'm like, one of the allergy is the start of something bigger mm-hmm. like some resident evil t-cell
2: <laughs> i mean
0: we laughing right but it, it's that, that possibility is there mm-hmm. it's not far-fetched it's not far-fetched because like we said most vaccines have either a weakened or dead form of the virus mm-hmm. to where you're, in, you're introducing it to the body to where the body can develop its own antibodies, but now you're throwing in some synthetic stuff. You can't even explain it if you're not if you're not into science. You to the to the everyday person they're not gonna understand it. So you can just say whatever, not really d- divulging the truth behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's taking place. We have no information other than employers will be able to mandate it. And if you want to fly internationally, the airlines are mandating it. So the bottom line is everyone's going to have to have this at the end of the day. There's no way to avoid it mm. unless you're a hermit and you live on an island by yourself. Because I even think even those indigenous people in the rainforests of South America, they're going to end up with it somehow.
1: Yeah, they're going, they're going to drop something. They're going to fly something over and drop something that's going to absorb into their skin
0: it, yep, yep. Don't yes, get that funny spray it.
1: Shh. There you go. Yeah, it's gonna be some crazy stuff. Cause I'm like, what? I'm not. I'm not taking it. If you gotta carry around a certificate or something that say you got your, yeah, zombie shot, I'll doctor it up. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't, ain't
0: this Nazi Germany though? Yeah. Ain't that no different than them putting on, their little um and it'll start of David.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: It's wild because what we've noticed is what we originally thought was population control, right? Mm -hmm. But the question is why now? Why the population control now? And then we look at declining birth rates amongst whites within the world. It's almost like it's on a timer. Mm-hmm. So with this being, that's why you have all these Aryan nation people up everywhere. This is what they've all been waiting on for years, right? Talking about, oh, we, we're we not going to be a dying race or whatever the case is. But they, they coming from some a place of war. I'm coming from like a place of biology right now. So it's like, all right, so you have a declining birth rate within whites who are the majority in the United States of America. Up until Right. Allegedly. <laughs> and then it's, it's always been projected up until, I think at first it was projected until 2050. Now it sounds like 2035, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: now all of a sudden all this anarchy is occurring with you get this madman Trump in there who's a white supremacist and he's Riling them up, and then you had a flood of Mexicans coming in from Mexico, allegedly. Because I don't even know how much of that I believe, unless you're down there in Texas or Arizona. Because whatever. So you have the Latino population, as they deemed them, having a boom within the United States, and they always projected them as to be the um, majority. And it would be the first time. Well, it would be the second time. Because at one point, our people was the majority here. Mm -hmm. Even when we were enslaved, how they were bringing us over here, we outnumbered them. So, it'll be the second time within um, this land's history in which the um, Anglo-Saxon is no longer the majority. And this is just scaring the shit out of them. So... And it's also, at the same time, it's tribalism amongst them to the point where you have classism involved, but then you also have, like I say, that tribalism amongst them. So I don't know if it's, maybe they're not looking out for the Irish or the Scottish and they just concerned with like, all right, we're going to have the, the ones of English descent and French descent. Those are the ones we're worrying about. And They're hitting up those communities and they're saying, all right, boom. Because look look at how this COVID is affecting certain people Mm -hmm. like crazy. And one one of the biggest lies, I I know I'm going on a diatribe. One of the biggest lies is they say that we're all the same. If that's the case, then we would all respond to medicines the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We would all have the same diseases within our races. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. So there's a way to target those people who you don't want to make sure that something responds to them in a way in which you want it to get rid of them. So I I seriously think that's why you see all of this occurring because like the early discussion we were having, didn't you point out at one point they were saying that it was affecting our people at a more rapid and higher rate than any other people here. Yep. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just, it's a lot, man. If you sit back and
1: just look at it, yeah. yeah. And even if we go back to it when you were talking about technology, they got nanotechnology programming, right? Yeah. So nanotechnology is very, very small, like to the point where whatever they want to do, they could put it into a vaccine. And the mm-hmm. nanotechnology, once it's inside your body, can do whatever it's programmed to do.
0: Symbiote, Yeah, man. I'm telling you. You gonna yes. have venom out here, man.
1: For real. Yo, something's gonna happen, man. There's gonna be some kind of freaky thing that happened. And then they're gonna try to you know, divert it away like, oh no, it wasn't this. It was it was something else and they gonna try to blame it on some other country.
0: <laughs> the Wuhan flu.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, come on, man.
0: This this is right up your alley. This is right right up your history.
1: <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I never even heard of Wuhan until they started talking about <laughs> the the Wuhan flu. I'm like, of all places, oh that's why I did it because nobody ever <laughs> Really heard of it. <laughs> mm. It's crazy, man. So staying on uh, you know, the topic of COVID, do you think there is actually a way to navigate the world uh as normally as possible in a safe manner with so many variables out here? Nope.
0: Safely? No. Nope. Too many variables, like you just said. It's your household is only as safe as your front door. The minute you hit that front door and y'all split up, variables are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can test. Testing isn't preventative. Testing is just confirming. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So it don't mean nothing. Um, I had a, a project manager on one of the uh, projects we're dealing with, one of the meetings coming back from um, that chill holiday they call Thanksgiving. She was talking about how she had a, um, she wanted to have a Thanksgiving at her house. And one of her brother-in-laws, they were having everyone test. One of her brother's, brother-in-law tested positive, so they had to cancel. Then her her sibling that was supposed to come from out of town tested positive, so they didn't come. So it was like, if you didn't confirm these people were positive or not, they're coming into your house. Well, first of all, they're traveling by plane. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how many other people they infected. And then they come in there and infect you. And then from there, you affect whoever you around at work.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's like, I can't think of anything that spread this fast within um, recent history. Mm-hmm. And it, the way it's getting around originally, it was, oh, wait, we're going to shut down the borders here or there. None of that shit worked. None of that shit worked.
1: Mm. So... By the time they did it, it was already here. hmm But when,
0: one person I don't believe ever had that was Trump. I don't believe he ever had it.
1: No, nah, he did it to try to... He thought that was going to help him get votes. <laughs> he sure did. Like nobody nobody, nobody feels sorry for that asshole. Even his fans. like, <laughs> If you're if you an asshole, people don't really show sympathy for the assholes. Nope. They just be like, oh, he deserved it. And then, like... I didn't believe it anyway, because I'm like, oh, for real? He you know, all these theatrics getting flown to this this hospital is supposed to be the best. <laughs> and then he's out of there and then he's not wearing a mask, but nobody getting mad.
0: Right. Then his 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 youngest son allegedly had it, and his wife and no concern there. Like whatever.
1: Melania, she waiting, she waiting to get out of there so she can divorce him. She she's so unhappy is she I mean I don't know but she be I don't, I don't think she's unhappy. I think that <clears throat> she don't like him. That's it. She she likes the status and the money. That's but it. The cause lifestyle. He, yeah, cuz he tries to grab her hand a lot. And she'll she'll switch her her pocketbook to the other hand. Right? Or she'll just like smack it away.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's also well, they got a like twenty-something year age difference right there. Yeah. So, I mean, she, she's now at that point. She's at that age where the men she was hooking for was that age. So she, she's just like, all right, I'm now an old woman now, and she's probably looking for something younger. That's what that come down to. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm accustomed to. So now she got too much heat on her because she's first lady, the yeah. U.S. So. She can't even move like she wants to, so uh-huh. he's hoping. All right, good. She's probably happy he lost that that reelection, but she's still gonna have that secret service for life.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's probably but, messing with them.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to figure out what she gonna do because she stole Michelle Obama's speech, so I'm guessing she gonna try to steal somebody's identity.
0: <laughs> some identity. Oh my goodness,
1: she is she a thief, man? Like she only she, I don't know. I, yeah, and I'm like, it'd be funny as hell the way she be planning. But I'm like,
0: <laughs> it is slap his hand, like.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you're there though. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you were a male or the bride. You you were bought and sold. Mm-hmm. Now you're here. That I don't even think that she actually wanted to be the first first lady. It kind of just was a situation that happened. I think she she kind of wanted to play the, the the shadow. They wanted to be public. Be like, I don't want nobody to know I'm with Cheeto man.
0: But <laughs> tangerine terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> tangerine terrorist.
1: <laughs> That's what he is, man. <laughs> yeah. He been awfully quiet, though.
0: Right? Hey, I, I ain't complaining about him being quiet. Can't stand yeah.
1: him. It's just funny, though. I'm like, man. I'm like, that's all you had to do was take a L?
0: <laughs> right? Bow <laughs> out gracefully, humbly. Come on. He couldn't yeah. even do that. Nah. Not in his DNA.
1: He's going to have a temper tantrum in that John. Fire.
0: Fire well
1: he gonna pardon his whole family. <laughs> Too bad he can't, he can't pardon himself though for all them charges right. that he got coming his way. All them rape allegations and all <laughs> the the fraud that he then committed. <laughs> I hope they arrest him like on his way out the White House. That'll be <laughs> that'll be awesome. <laughs> it would be. You know, all the news, all the news <laughs> sources would cover it. They wouldn't even try to hide it because the way that he disrespected the media. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think Fox and got sick of him, man. Yeah,
1: because he started, he started coming at them.
0: He was pissed at them for calling Arizona. Remember, yeah. it was the first. I think they called it like the day after the election.
1: Yo, everybody started turning on him, man. They was probably like, man. They're like, yo, this is a sinking ship now. Like, we don't have, we don't have to pretend like we like him no more.
0: <laughs> Supreme Court just said to hell with you today. It was a wrap.
1: Yo, it was funny as hell. Like, he he um made sure that that the new uh, justice was appointed, and then she went against him, like uh, like one of the first big cases or whatever. Mm-hmm. She went against him. And I was like, yo, he's pissed now. Yeah. I know he's so mad because he thinks everybody's supposed to kiss his ass. And I'm like, no, nah, nobody going nobody doing but, that, man. I don't even know why they did it before, but nobody bowing down to you no more. You got nothing.
0: The king is dead, cause he, he wanna be king.
1: Yeah, he did. He wanted to be king so bad. You could tell though by the way he um styled his hair. <laughs> what you mean? He, he, he wanted to He's going for a, a quaff. Uh, what the, was, they call it? The quaff, right? The quaff crown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that John. That John was mean, yo. The wind, when the wind would take it. Oh, yeah. I seen that John. Woo! That John was like, it was like a wind tunnel. That John <laughs> blew in the back, and that John puffed up. Oh man! Like, oh, I, I don't know what's going on up there, man. He.
0: was
1: yeah, man. That's why. Right.
0: Did you happen to see that Meek Mill? Oh the,
1: yeah, yeah, water, yeah. yeah. We're gonna call that Watergate. <laughs> so, Watergate those, that he filmed himself, <laughs> right?
0: So, for our audiences unfamiliar with it, um, rapper Meek Mill, uh he was in Atlanta. Apparently, he was in was he in a Phantom or something? Like they say, he was in a four hundred thousand dollar car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have you know, the little boys outside hustling, selling the borders for a dollar. So he apparently pulled up to them, gave them a $20 bill. It was like six to eight kids and gave them a $20 bill. And he said, yo, what's your hustle? And they said, the border game, that's what we're hustling for. And he, he filmed the whole encounter. And so he's getting scrutiny. He's getting backlash from some saying, yo, what was the purpose of him giving them $20? And then at one point in the video, I think um, one of the kids had put their hands on the car, and he said, like, yo, get your hands out my car or off my car. Mm-hmm. And so um, people are saying, yo, why me doing dirty like that? So I'm just curious as to our audience, what do y'all feel about that? And then Jay, what do
1: you think about that? That whole situation. See, there's two ways to look at it. It's like, all right, he set himself up because he was trying to get some clout for that. So he set himself up for the scrutiny because he's trying to, you know, stunt in the car, but he gave these six, seven, eight kids a $20 bill. So if you're trying to stunt, and try to do something for clout. Twenty dollars ain't the way, but like it's it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna like you know get you there. But mm-hmm. then it's another way to look at it. It's like he was trying to uh, kick game to him, like find out what their end game is, what their goal is with the, with the water hustle. And when he gave them twenty dollars, it's like they actually came up. Because mm-hmm. if he bought one bottle of water for $20, that, that's X amount of cases of water that they could have went back out and bought and made that much more money off of from their, from that come up. But most people don't, don't see the bigger picture. They just see a small slither of it and focus on that. Right. So, so it's like, it depends on how your mind works. You're going to look at it the one way or you're going to look at it the other way. True.
0: It's like that old adage about um, you can teach somebody how to fish or you can give them fish. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You want to be able to eat today or eat for a lifetime. Exactly. And like I said, I, like you said, you can look at it from both perspectives, but um, this goes back into our um, entitlement piece because some of those kids did feel entitled, like yo, homie always he's in this car. He probably got on some some jewelry, and he always rapping about money. He always walking around with a a bag of money. So they felt entitled, like, hey, ain't you gonna come off a, a couple a couple of blue faces just for us? Mm-hmm. And then there's people saying, yo, they put him in that position. That's another thing. People are saying, hey without without kids like them he wouldn't be where he's at Mm. which yeah without the fans people are never where they're at but it's just like a politician without voters they won't be where they at there's always going to be people in a better position there's always going to be a few in a better position than most that's just the way of life but i just feel as though like um i'm with you it's like if they would have had an answer or like you said, an in game a mission. What were they out there for? Yeah, if you're doing it saying, even if they would have said, yo, we just out here just to eat, we just trying to make money just to eat tonight, that still would have given him reason. All right, he could have been like, All right, bet, let's go out to Walmart and i I'm am I'ma get y'all I'ma get y'all something to eat. Or he could start up a franchise for him. You don't know what his intention was, because guess what? They immediately said, it's just a border game. And if you're saying it just for that, all right, holler at me when you got a plan.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? So, I mean, I can get it from that perspective. Maybe maybe we're giving me too much credit, assuming he would have done something like that. But at the same time, it's like, you never know. Because um, there's, I forget the homie's name. I think the brother's from Chicago, and I've seen a couple of his videos to where he straight up says, yo, these kids was trying to sell him a mixtape or whatever, and he put him in a position, he's like, listen, I'm going to teach you business for free. Here's my contact, and you got a suit? You ain't got a suit? I'm going to buy you a suit, and I'm going to teach you business, and gave them an opportunity like an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. to learn. And that's worth more than any, you know, mixtape money he could have made off a of mixtape. Mm-hmm. I'll get that brother's name and I'll bring it back to you. But it's like you have, you have on um, positions like that, and I think that happened with um, was it Master P or somebody? Some some kids approached uh, one of these rappers, old school rappers, and it was like, "Yo, my mixtape is twenty dollars," and he's like, "All right, so you want me to give you twenty dollars for it?" They say, yeah, I know you got it. He's like, or you want to give it to me and I can listen to it and probably help you out. People, like you said, they, they're not looking at the bigger picture. they just focusing on one aspect of it. And I think that's where failure comes into play. If you're just looking for like a shortcut. And like you said, that's where entitlement comes in. And even an aspect of self-respect. Because yeah. if you have self-respect, you're gonna know how to approach and how to deal with a certain
1: situation. Yeah, that's true. Cause I mean, even like look at it. Look at it this way. When he asked them, "What's your hustle?" Right? They answer him. They say, it's the mm-hmm. water hustle. He gave them twenty dollars, where in some stores they could get ten cases of water. So he supported the water, the water hustle. hustle. So they, they answered the question, and he gave them to, something to support. That water, the, the twenty dollars, could have had them selling water for the rest of the week. That could have been
0: that twenty dollars is easily a hundred dollars.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. people don't see the bigger picture. He asked them a question. They answered his question. So he supported them based on what their answer was. That's why you got to use your brain. You got to think about how you're going to answer something Mm -hmm. because it could change everything.
0: Right. And yeah, they had enough time. They seen that, they seen that um, Bentley or or Rolls Royce coming up. They had enough time to say, all right, well, I'm glad none of them was talking about, I want to rap for you because then he surely would have just kept going proudly. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, yeah, they should have been thinking business like, and that's where, that's where I give, uh, me credit. That's how he formed a relationship with, um, one of the, um, owners of the Sixers. Cause he, he would go to the games and he'd be like, yo, how you get to this point? What did you do?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why that guy got respect for him because he wanted, he wasn't interested in, just, oh, being associated with him, hanging out, saying, oh, I know him. He wanted to know how he got to this point in life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what those kids, well, they're kids. So they, they're not, I can't put them in the same category as like somebody who's like 20 and so forth. But yeah, they were just, they need to take it as a learning lesson. Mm
2: -hmm. As
0: a lesson learned. Honestly, they just need to say, all right, Well, we was out there selling water and that's the answer we gave him, like you said. And, okay, he supported us. He he bought water. One Mm. water for $20. You can't get mad at that. Where are you going to buy one bottle of water for $20? And then that comes back to another thing. Should should people tell people how to spend their own money?
1: Exactly. (laughs) And then that goes back to the beginning about telling people what to do so it's like it's all it's all a sense of entitlement you feel entitled that you can tell him how to spend his money mm-hmm. and then other people feel entitled that they don't have to listen to somebody that's trying to tell them to do the right thing so i was <laughs> like it comes full yeah. circle full circle full circle like the, this the sense of entitlement thing is, is out of control now
0: because yeah. if it were you and i that pulled up and gave them twenty dollars with with people bad eye at there, they'd be like, yo, that was some good looking up by them brothers.
1: Exactly. So I'm like, so what's the difference? Like, you, you, <laughs> you can, the problem is that you in this man wallet mm-hmm. and count and count his funds or whatever. Like you can't do that. That's a fact. You can't tell you can't force somebody to give more or less or whatever. You can't you can't decide what they should give. They had to decide that, and it was obvious that he asked the question that he asked for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. And then people people misinterpreted that as him giving them a hard time. Why he asking that question?
1: That's that's just like that's just like if you if you start up a, a business, right? And you try to go somewhere to get funding. Mm-hmm. They're going to ask you tough questions. Because they want to know what you need this money for,
0: right? You going to do with my money.
1: Yeah. Yep. So what's the difference between him trying to figure out what what they're what they're trying to do? It's just, it's the same situation, right? And I'm sure if they would, if let's say for example they would have been like, oh yeah, we trying to um start like a lawn care service or something that we're gonna be right. doing it on the weekends. He would have probably either took them to like you know get the equipment Home Depot, hey, yeah, yep or he would have just probably fronted them more money. But you don't know, right? Only thing you can go based on the deed that he did. And the only thing I I would have did differently is that I wouldn't have recorded because I'm not right. about I'm not about the clout and all that. I wouldn't have recorded it, and you know all that because. It's not always. It's not stuff like this is gonna happen, where it's gonna exactly. be split and people are gonna all have opinions about what you should have did and what you shouldn't have did. Meanwhile,
0: yeah. they drive right by those kids every day. Exactly. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: It's wild, man.
0: That's the, that's the um, we live in the social media era, man, and it's no different than the people doing illegal activity, but they have to film it. Mm-hmm. Or I seen the one video, this one kid, he was stunting for the grand, yo, know, counting his money. One of his homies had to set him up. This dude put the pistol right to his neck and said, run that. He took him, and his homie was right next to him. His homie was right next to him.
2: That's crazy, dude.
0: Yeah, and then he's like, yo, after they left, the dude was shaking in the video. I don't know if you've seen it. He was shaking after they robbed him, and then he's like, yo, that was a setup. That was a setup in his friend it's like, yeah, that was it.
1: Real calm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he was so, real calm because he was getting broke off later. Mm-hmm. So if you keep flashing
0: your money, like I said, people, they're going to catch on, and you're going to be without it. But like I said, that goes back to... Like you said, clout chasing. You're doing anything and everything for clout. It's going to come with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. At some point, social media started bleeding over into reality. Yeah. Where people started doing things, everything for likes. Like mm-hmm. it's no longer about posts, typing words now, it's about recording yourself taking pictures and all this other stuff for life likes.
0: Well it it even goes beyond beyond that. Like well we're talking about like um when I mentioned earlier about the whole everything being like sex driven. Like we know Instagram they say the Instagram models, right? Mm-hmm. They start off showing this and that but They have policies on Instagram, which only allow them to take it but so far. So they were doing all that for free for likes. But Mm -hmm. then I guess at some point it gets monetized based upon you becoming an influencer based upon the amount of um, traffic you you bring in, right? Mm -hmm. Then that bleeds over into this OnlyFans domain. So it goes beyond likes to just selling your soul just for some money. Crazy, you know.
1: That's exactly what it is, man. And,
0: and, and you you remember like when the internet first came out, they said, "Yo, don't do that," because it stays on the internet for life. Yeah. But you literally have, man. You sound like an old man, but it's a fact. You have these young girls who are in the young stages because let's face it. When we was younger, right, and we we probably the first generation that grew up with the internet, so. We, if we was younger and there was a Snapchat or whatever available during that whole time, we probably would have done some things because, remember, it started gradually from what they call it sexting. Mm-hmm. Remember, people would just start throwing pictures of themselves here and there. But now, it, it just started gradually to to where everyone, just like how back in the day, people didn't have tattoos. A lot of people didn't have tattoos unless you was involved in some type of street life for the most part. Mm -hmm. But now it's like every and anybody has a tattoo. So now it's, it went from that comfort of a few people having some stuff on the internet or having dirt more or less to where they worried about, Hey, I hope this don't come back and bite my bite me in the future to where it's like everybody where it's becoming acceptable. Mm -hmm. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. that's that
0: self-respect, man. It's like, all right, I'm going to have a child one day. How will I explain this?
1: People don't care. Because mm-hmm. people do it for free. Yeah. Let alone the
0: people doing it for money. You know they're going to go to the extreme to make the money now.
1: Yeah, people do not care because there'll be people posting all kinds of pictures. And some of those pictures, you see the little kid in the background, Mm. or standing right next to the person. It'd right. be it be, be all kinds of weirdo stuff going on, man. And it's like, they got no kind of stuff. They don't got no respect for themselves or for their child. Because nope. one day, their child gonna get older and that picture may come out and they friends see it and then that child has to see it. Something mm-hmm. that they probably forgot about. Yep. Like uh, it'd be all kinds of stuff, man. Self self respect, man. It's it's, it's fading away, man. Mm-hmm. This this entitlement, it's not it's not going nowhere. Everybody everybody feels entitled for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, even beyond that, people people feel people be feeling so entitled these days that they feel like they can take they can take somebody's life. Like you know how entitled you gotta be, that you that you feel like I'm deserving to take this person's life with no kind mm. of second thought. Mm. Like it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I heard this um, one of these one of these new rappers talking about people don't get respect for fighting, you get respect for killing.
1: Yeah, I heard about oh. that dumbass.
0: Yeah, and it's like, oh really? It's crazy, man. That's why you see so many of these rappers. that Like, within, like, the last two weeks, it's been, like, four rappers
1: killed, man. Yeah, I know the one boy, I-, I forget his name, but he got chased down the highway. And then he got out and tried to run. And the guy, like, killed him in broad daylight on the highway in Houston. Oh,
0: that moat. it was Boosie's, um, Boosie, I think that was Boosie's dude, Moat 3 or
1: something. Yep. Yeah, and then Boosie went down there for the vigil. And he got shot in his leg. Mm-hmm. Joe is crazy, man. I'm like, man. I remember back in the day when rappers got killed. It was like a shock. Like, when Pac and Big got killed, it was on some <laughs> shock stuff. Even though Pac got shot before, it was still <laughs> on some... For real? Right. Like, now these days, it's like, oh, another... Another one got killed. then.
0: Desensitized to it.
1: Yeah. And they and then all of a sudden, like I don't know, it's like these kids they start like when they get killed or something, they they start like worshiping, worshiping them and stuff like calling them legends and stuff like that. And I'm like, that don't really make you a legend.
0: Well, Big said it. You nobody. Know, to somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. That,
1: but,
0: that's what's going on.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad though, man. Because like, <laughs> man. I don't know. Yeah, they this
0: just. Yeah. They're going to be. mortalized Just based off of. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. Well, that's what they said. They said they don't see themselves living past a certain age. That's crazy. But uh, that, about people don't forgot about him. I don't think they get it. I don't think they get it. But Mm -hmm. that, I think, I think that's like a whole nother topic we can speak on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, we definitely could touch on that, man. Mm hmm. But yeah, man, it's been a, another great episode man great conversation great discussion um you know y'all keep the discussion going um you know keep supporting us and we're gonna keep bringing the you know new episodes and you know that's k i'm jay